listening to It's Complicated with your hosts, Jennifer Golden and Lauren Leonelli. Hello, Master Daters. Welcome back for another episode of It's Complicated. The struggle is real when you're dating in the city. I'm Jen. I'm not Jen. Nope. Nope. But we're your resident best friends, here to help you along your relationship journey. Think of us as your own little fun fairies, bringing joy and love to the process and sprinkling that love dust all over the damn place because it takes a village to date and we are your community. We bring you this show weekly with our stories, tips, and expert guests to help you navigate the complicated world of dating. So help us in the podcast world by doing your part and rating our show and leaving comments about what you think. You can find us at It's Complicated Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to tell a friend. So helpful, you guys, because it shows that we have a loyal and growing audience. It helps us bring you great offers and and tips and products. And it keeps the lights on here at the show for us so we can keep everything running for you guys. This village is running and we're contributing to it. So be part of it. Do your job. Exactly. And we're doing our job because today we have actress, podcast, talk show host, and entrepreneur Heather Hopkins in to discuss how to hook up like a millennial, why LAT, living apart together, relationships are on the rise, and other trends in dating while we cheers with our nightcap, the millennial mule. You guys, Heather is a go-to dating gal. She is your go-to dating gal. Um, She hooks you up with millennial dating advice on her podcast, The Hookup with Heather Hopkins. She brings in crazy guests, putting herself in awkward situations and trying to tackle the confusing art of dating. The Hookup with Heather Hopkins is sure to keep you laughing and having fun. Heather has also been seen on TV, like shows that you may have watched are super popular. Uh, I don't know, Criminal Minds, Animal Kingdom, Netflix shows, and more. All the things. All of the things that the millennials love. Mm-hmm. So one thing millennials love is traveling and posting about it. Uh, it's like it doesn't even mean it's not even about being at the place. It's about posting the photo of you at the place. Exactly. And, and that's the why food. so many like hotels are doing like Instagrammable moments now specifically for that. Um, so I am heading to Tulum again, guys. I went last year after my breakup. Remember that I didn't oh. go because of the breakup, but it happened to be timed right This year, I'm going again with my same friend, and I'm super excited for a much-needed vacation. I'm going to relax, read our guest next week, um, her book called Meeting Your Half Orange Mm -hmm. by Amy Spencer. And what a great place to be in after the... I mean, you you had fun the last trip. It's not like you were not enjoying yourself regardless, but I'm just saying now it's like a year later, and you're like, oh, fuck that guy. So fuck that guy. And also... I am just thrilled because now I feel like a Tulum expert. So I will be going to all the places like that I either didn't get to go to or that I love so much. So I'm going back again. And I'm even staying for an extra day this year. I'm really going all out. Going all out. And you're going to Instagram the whole thing so I can pretend I'm there with you. Exactly. And guys, if you want my itinerary, feel free to reach out to us and I will send it to you. Slip into her DMs and she will tell you all the things she did. She'll send you a Google Doc. It'll be perfect. (laughs) It's true. I will. I will do that. (laughs) She'll do it. She'll send you a deck. And then she'll dive it deeply into it and explain all of the different slides. <laughs> I will. It's, and the time you have to be at the places. Yeah. all It's a whole itinerary. Uh, my itinerary for the weekend, it's a long holiday weekend. I, you know, w- there's a couple of like weird in-town things that we want to do. Like some James and I, ew, that was so like we, like I don't even have to say it's just assumed, but <laughs> gross. Um 
there are some weird dive bars in the valley that we're like, we've never been to that one. We've never been to that one. We may hit some of them up um, on like Friday. And then last minute this morning, we decided to go to Ojai for the day to go to a hot springs. What? I'm like, this is going to be great. Well, my friend Joy, um, I was asking her about it because she's, I know she's been there a couple of times. She's like, well, I've been to that hot springs. What time are you going? I'm like noon. She's like, yeah, it's really hot in Ojai at noon. I'm like, what the fuck was I thinking? I don't know. You hate the heat. Well, it's like in a hot tub in the heat of the Valley of Ojai. She's like, well, you should go at night. That's when I went. And then you like watch a sunset. I'm like, oh, duh. So we switched to the time. But that was really lame. Our friends are having a barbecue on Sunday. So we're going to go hang out there. It's very like end of summer bash. And that'll be, you know, that's I have to stop wearing my white pants that I don't ever wear. (laughs) Oh, listen, I am going to wear them into, I don't know, maybe even October because I don't care. Oh, no. It's It's part of my neutral uniform. And it's L.A. and also you can do it. Right. And also I grew up in Miami. So like no one's going to stop me from Miami Vicing. No, no. All the pastel and white flowy linen materials will be on your body until probably Christmas. Especially because I just bought so many things for Tulum. So it's not like I'm going to wear them one time. Oh, my God. (laughs) Yeah. No, you have to keep going. Like Kate Middleton. Even she wears things over and over again. I know. I love it. Um, You will have to keep me posted on the seaweed issue in Tulum. Uh, it's still there, and it's also now in Miami. Oh, God. Yeah, it's because Spreading of global like warming, uh-huh. because of pollution, because of all this shit. The stuff from underground is like piling up on the Well, beach you know and- who's going to save us from all that? Uh, Donald Trump? The millennials. Oh. Uh-huh. I think that maybe they, the generation before them are really going to save us, whatever they're called. Uh, you mean after them? I mean after them, yeah. Z. Then. They're going to save us. You no know problem. that we're millennials, just to clarify, audience. I'm not, I don't think I am. You are. I you think are I'm... by the year of your birthday. Really? Yeah, of course. You're the first year. Oh, I think that I don't. I, you know what? I don't um, identify. That's okay. But technically we are. I'm like a non-binary Same. millennial. I don't identify either. Um, but such is life. And so today we are again talking about millennials, yes. everyone. So we have to admit that we are them. Yes. Um, we're not like judging them. From no, afar. no. We're I just part don't. Of it. Yeah. Yeah. But we're just not necessarily as millennially as yeah. the other millennials. Millennial adjacent. Exactly. Or millennial light. Yeah. And obviously before we get into everything millennial, it's time for our nightcap, the mm-hmm. millennial mule, which mm-hmm. is basically white claw lime and ginger beer because, you know, word on the street is the kids that identify with millennial status like to save money and prefer to stay home over going out. So here's a drink that checks off both boxes for you. It's not expensive and it's easy to make because it's basically the lazy version of a Moscow mule. Mm-hmm. So you don't have to leave your precious abode and face people IRL. If you drank all your ginger beer at your last Netflix and chill date, <gasps> then there's an app for that too. Somebody somewhere will deliver it. Yeah. So easy. So cheers to that. Yeah. She loves to see people light up and her mission is spreading as much love as she possibly can. Welcome to the show, Heather. <laughs> hey. Hey. <laughs> Welcome. Thanks for having me, guys. Of course. We had to when we found out, you know, what you talk about, which is so similar to what we yes. talk about. I we mean, support dating podcasts. Oh, yeah. Yes. We love them. Because yes. I think, and I think Lauren can agree, that we got to do something to fix what's happening in yeah. the yeah. dating world. And I yeah. think it honestly, like, the problems with dating and relationships or the good and the bad it's it reaches everybody like no matter what stage of a relationship you're in or no matter if you're a gen y if you're a millennial whatever you are a baby boomer i mean 
it affects everybody. So it's great to get specific perspectives and we're really excited to get yours. Yeah, and everyone has their own stories. That's why it's just, it's yeah. never ending. Yeah, I mean. it's never ending. So let's start with your story. Oh gosh. Single, taken, or it's complicated. I am taken. This is rare because <laughs> it's been, like, seriously, I was single for six years. So I started a dating podcast because I'm like, what the, you know, was, you know, we all have our crazy stories. Yeah. So I'm single for six years and then I just, uh, seven months now met the love of my life. He's the best guy in the world. Oh, like, really? How'd you guys meet? Uh, we met in acting class and an acting class that I wasn't going to take. <laughs> of course. I'm like, I told my mom on the way there. I was like, uh, mom, I'm so busy. Like, I don't have time for this. She's like, Heather, you already paid. Just do it. I'm like, no, mom, mom. And then of course I go and that's where I meet him. It's like mom you, knows best. <laughs> it's like, that's maybe why you're in the class. I mean, obviously you're yeah. studying acting, but yeah, yeah. Well, I, I stopped it, but I just happened to meet him at my, literally my last acting class. Wow. Like, yeah. Isn't that funny how like stuff like that reveals itself later, especially uh, I'm with still love. waiting for yeah. those things to happen. To me. Yeah, I literally go will. through life thinking like, OK, if I go to this thing, will it be the thing that I no, meet the person? I know it, it will. It, it will. And I, I thought the same thing. And it's also hard because we have a dating podcast. Yeah, we got to we got to oh, yeah. we got to be on top of our dating. Yeah. Game. But but it really comes when you least expect it. Like I, it's true. I it's think a- it does. And I think that mentality, like I know our, well, Jen and I are technically millennia- millennials, although we're at the like beginning cusp of it. Yeah. Um, but I feel like a lot of people around our age and maybe yours say like, well, you should go out. You never know. I like, know. And that's kind of annoying because then it puts pressure on this thing that like you have to do these things in order to get this thing. And it makes you feel like you're not yes. happy where you're at. Like you're only yes. going to do this thing if you can see yourself being over there where that other thing is that you want. Well, well I think by thinking like that, it kind of takes us out of the present mm-hmm. because it's almost like, oh, well, if I go out tonight, I, if I don't go out, then I might miss the you the guy I might marry. It's like <laughs> FOMO it is, in know? so many ways. But also, why do you have to go out? Because you never know. Why can't you just stay in and enjoy yourself? And maybe that's what will build you up so that one yes. day when you present yes. yourself into the world, the person will see you radiate or, because you had a really nice night of sleep. Don't yeah. Or don't go out because you, you're you going to guilt yourself into feeling bad for not doing it and missing out on something when you're going to be out and maybe not being your best self. And then who are you attracting? It's yeah. like you're in a bad mood or you're yeah. like... Ugh bitter or whatever I got to the point where I was just like screw it I'm gonna do what I want to do and if I don't feel like going out tonight I'm not gonna go out tonight that like you just got to be really strict on yourself and just go with exactly how you're feeling like pay attention to it yeah yeah yeah, pay attention to it like if I'm really tired I used to like push myself and be like but I could be missing on all these new friends and maybe a boyfriend Mm -hmm. or whatever it is but you just have to get to the point where you're just like no, I'm tired. I'm staying home and I don't even care. And right, like, it's like, better. You, yeah. It's actually better in the long run. You took this acting class because you were like, I'm going to go. I already paid for yes. it. Like, I'm an actress. I yeah. want to study. It wasn't like, well, maybe I'm going to meet my boyfriend there. No. Like, you no, went for, yeah. And, and, and you always hear like the certain cliches like, oh, it comes when you least expect it. And then here I am like, all right, am I least expecting it right now? Yeah, yeah. Is it going to come? And then you it becomes like not organic because yeah. you're always least expecting yeah, yeah, it. Yeah. Exactly. I literally Do wake I up like, and I'm like, do I look like is I'm least t- expecting it right now? Do yeah, I look crazy? Right. Does this apathy look like I least expect it? Yeah. This fake apathy. You're like, oh, I'm just going to the to drop off some mail. Right. Is all, this the time? All dolled up, <laughs> least expecting it, everybody. Yeah. Right. That's so, like going to be a new true, state though. of being, but least expecting it. But it literally is when you like, have thrown in the towel. It, in the, and that's what it was for me. Like I was just like, yeah. I have my things. I'm so busy. Right? I don't even care about this. And, and like... 
yeah. It's, Why it's, did you feel like you were throwing in the towel though? Because you're younger and were you just feel like you were going through the same motions and not getting anything out of it? Out. Like, yeah, what was it? Um, honestly, because I was so focused on my company and I just like, I just didn't even have time to, to go on dates with question marks mm-hmm. and that's the issue. Um, and, and so I, I was just so focused on what I was doing that I was just like, okay, I don't have time to go on these trial and error dates. So I am just going to focus on my company. I'm going to, I'm going to try to take the best care of myself that I, that I uh, best scalps, scalp care, self care or self care. could be like <laughs> yeah. a skeleton care, yeah. you know, um, and just focus on my friends yeah. and that's of course when it comes. Yeah. Of course. And Classic. I think, yeah. Well, when, I think when it's no pressure. You're taking care of yourself and you're focusing on what you want, even if you're not like, I'm doing this for this reason. Like that, I think that's um, contagious, right? Like that's attractive to other people. It really is. It really is. And I still like look at my boyfriend now. I'm like, I have a boyfriend. (laughs) Like we live together. It's been seven months, you know, going on more. But it's like, I still look at him. I'm like, wow, like you're my person like I just can't believe I didn't know you would exist (laughs) that's really cute I do though because I I just for so long I was going on so many bad dates and just and even if it wasn't a bad date it'd be a guy that I'm not you know yeah I'm like you really suck but I'll keep hanging out with you because sort of entertaining me (laughs) where did you meet these guys prior to meeting Uh, your dating apps um mostly dating apps which apps were you on I was on all of them. <laughs> I was on Bumble, Tinder, Hinge. Oh. Hinge is my favorite. Why? Tell us. Because Gen that's Lime. my favorite yeah. too. I don't know. I just, the hottest guys I saw around there. Um, well, did you like that you knew, like, the connections? Did that make you feel safer? Honestly, I or did that saw the connections to, like, I don't yeah, think. Yeah, I think that went away. That, that's, like the big fi- that's like the big thing of their app, um, like, algorithm-wise. But I never, like, really went on dates where I was like, wow, we have mutual friends. It yeah. was never about that. I just, I love that there's, more information on them where I can see oh how t- like you know I know they all ended up ca- catching on to that but there was just something about the scrolling and it looks more like a magazine sort of that mm-hmm. you're looking at you liked the interface um, yeah it was, I yeah, did user and, then, friendly. and then I just met the best quality of guys there yeah um and yeah I had I had great dates um but then I also you know had those questionable <laughs> sometimes a date's like okay but there's just not you don't feel anything yeah, you know what that that was like almost every day in LA though. There was, it's so crazy though, because back at home, I mean, I grew up in Orange County, so not too far, but I don't remember ever having the issue where I'm like literally, like usually I go on these dates with these guys and I will be into them enough to like keep hanging out with them, but not, you know, necessarily see it going far. But in LA, it's like literally you go on the date and you're like, you're not even worth a (laughs) You're like, you're not even worth me taking the time to go on another and I wonder if that's just a matter of like when we're younger and we know people we're surrounded by them. So we like either know their families or we've taken classes with them or we know yeah. them through friends. And so it's like sort of like the barrier to entry is much less and more familiar. But now yes. these dating updates sort of feels a little bit like job interviews. Yeah. And it I feel also I don't know if you feel this way or maybe this is like something millennials generally feel. But like the act of swiping mm. is like so impersonal and like flashcards and you're not really connected to the person <laughs> they're just like a face and like a whatever they even yeah. put in there yeah and then you're on to the next one like mm-hmm. how can anyone care you know they don't care about you so why are you going to care about them because right now you're also a flashcard for them yeah 
Uh, it kind of reminds me of like Next. Remember that MTV? Yeah. Yes. They're like Next. The second yeah. person steps out. It is like a, a virtual Next. It is. Um, You're right. Honestly, the swiping part didn't bother me as much. It was more like the. It was more that I would get on the date and just be like, oh my god, I knew yeah. within five minutes. Yeah, yeah. that's like, what, and then you're stuck on the date. <laughs> exactly, and and I mean, I you know, it's LA. It's very expensive to live here. We have to like, I got to grind. I w- I was working five jobs at the time. Wow. Like, I was, you know, I didn't have any really nights off. Um, so when I did, I would be going on a date where I was like, I think this guy's gonna be great. I've been talking back and forth for like a month, and I would get there, and within five minutes, I was like. Okay, great. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's and the, that's the sucky thing too. It's like, okay, you do want to make sure that you're you have a lack of time, right? And most mm-hmm. millennials do. They're really busy at work. Yeah. They don't want to spend a lot of money. It's a lot of effort to go out, especially yes. if you live in a big city. But you also want to make sure you're like vetting this date mm-hmm. before you go and and waste the said time potentially. But like what's what do you think is a good amount of time to talk to somebody before you go on a date because like some people's frustration with dating apps is that they're on the app too long like let's just say you just said a month like yeah let's just say that feels long for some people like oh it was it was I hated it yeah so like how do you get off the app fast enough but like you also aren't making a rash decision to like go out with somebody and waste your time because you don't really know them um I mean I mean uh yeah, do you is, feel like you could make the first move? Like, like we're independent. Process? We're independent women. Like, do you feel yeah. like uncomfortable going like? So Absolutely hey, not. Yeah, like, I tell everyone to go ahead. Like, if you want to do something, go make the first move. Like, do not worry about like, is this weird? Just do yeah. it. Like, otherwise, always, it's like, yeah, go, go get Don't it. Don't play get games. Totally. Never play games. Okay, but now that brings up another good question. Yeah. Do you? Well, at least I think so. <laughs> um, do you? <laughs> it's not a good question. I already know. No, it's it's a really good one. I made it up in my brain. So. Um, um, and my brain is drinking, so it's fine. We're, we're back. <laughs> I just poured myself a little more I'm, of this yeah. claw. Yeah, the claw. Uh, it'll get you. Uh, so do you feel that gender roles are at all of a concern to millennials when it comes to dating? Because, for instance, I will give you some yeah. more context. In the old-timey times, not that long ago, um, everyone knew what was what. We knew men courted women. They would pin women. They would ask them to the dance. <gasps> They pin. would give them their Letterman they jacket. They gave them a pin, and exactly. then was like, that's my boyfriend. Exactly. Like, everyone knew what was what because that was what was handed down from generation to generation as far as, like, process mm. went mm-hmm. when dating and finding love. Yeah. Now, all hell is broken loose, <laughs> and all these apps have, like, come out of the ground. Honestly, yeah. I think dating apps are, like, the transformers of the future yeah. because they're, like, these machines <laughs> yeah. coming out and yeah. taking charge of all of our relationships and <laughs> causing our demise. But anyway, so... Do you feel or know that millennials have any sort of reservations about the specific gender roles of the past? Or is everybody like, nah, everyone's got equal rights and opportunity and you should ask Nobody's each other out. Nobody's paying whoever. for anything. Nobody like. Uh, I mean, listen, I'm like all power to the woman. But I also think it's like, do we really want to be paying for the dates? No, I say I always preach this on my podcast. I'm like, we have to push out babies we have to ha- get monthly visits. Yes. We have to deal with all this girl stuff for the for the reproduction. Uh-huh. You can pay for dinner every once in a while. Even and I talked to other guys about this. I talked about this on my podcast with a panel of guys because I was like, paying on the first date. What do you guys think? And um, the guys, I told them sort of how I, you know, some were like, no, split it. I'm like, <gasps> you know what, sir? 
do you want to push out a baby? Yeah. Would you like to have blood coming out of you? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, no, it's a good point. That's, that's, you know, no, you can pay for for dinner every once in a while. And then all of a sudden they were all like, oh, yeah. It's, You're like, I guess you just throw one into the dating game jar. Like, it's just like, it's just like sometimes you got to go on 10 bum dates to get the one good one. And you just got to throw it into the... Or they could be strategic about the money they spend and not going the most expensive And that's what I told them because they were like, well, how how would you feel about paying 150 bucks for dinner? I'm like, why are you going to $150 dinner on the first date? How would you feel about having to pay $150 for a haircut, motherfucker? Exactly. Right. You have to pay for makeup? You want to get this? You're going to have to. And and that's my choice to (laughs) do my hair a certain way and to do my makeup a certain way. Not because I'm doing it because I think that I'm going to get liked or validated. I like this, so I'm choosing to do these things because I... I know it costs money and I don't have to. I could be all natural if that's what I liked. I don't, I like personally think I don't feel my best that way. So whatever. But I think that brings up a good point. Like the paying for the dating and like, okay, well we get our periods and we have to have babies and all these things. Basically, I think the point of that is, is that we are different creatures, right? Like although we don't want to be like submissive or get paid less or be treated unequally just because we're women, like we also do have scientific and emotional differences from men because that's how we're made up. So like there, it's only going to be equal to a certain point. And I think that people who, in my opinion, people who are like, no, everything's the same. It's like, but it's not really though. because it's just We're different. And nor should it be. And there's nothing wrong with that. I don't think that like, romance should be a part of that same equation. I think Bumble sort of messed that up though by giving women the power there. And not that it's giving them the power, but it's giving them the responsibility I should have said. And then men who are like tired of having to make the first move because they're lazy and they're Um, like whatever they are at this point. I think that's sort of frustrating because now men are going on Bumble because they know they don't have to make that first move. But when it comes comes to romance, I think – Men should still court and women should still do what they do. And we should still be in that same vein. I made a comment to somebody the other day. It was like, I want a man to hold doors for me. If he didn't, I would think he was rude. And that's never going to change. That's called manners. Also, if he doesn't walk on the outside of the street to protect me from oncoming traffic. The little things. Right. I'm like, uh, I'm a human factory over here if you ever want humanity i think we save me why is my health insurance more expensive than yours that's why right i don't know i thought i'm precious cargo according to fucking mother nature do it too you know like i buy my fiance flowers he likes them so uh, and that's because he likes them i also know women that don't like flowers so don't waste your money like there it's me you don't like flowers (laughs) i mean for me like like, i'd rather like have the money than flowers. See, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's, I'd rather go to a nice, like, get some coffee and some yeah. dessert than flowers. Yeah, exactly. Hey. So <laughs> it, it's a thing, but like, there's ways for a woman to yeah. play that role sometimes as well. It's yes. not like it's gonna always just be you have to pay and you have to be yeah. the romantic one and you have to protect me. Like, there's many things I do all day long that protect my fiance, like writing him multiple notes to not forget the treat in the cabinet for the Girl Scout meeting that he has to bring for his daughter and he forgot the treat in the fucking cabinet even though I wrote two notes <laughs> no. where you could see yeah. the no. thing but like that's my way of protecting him and looking mm-hmm. out for him like it looks different right. for every person I think it's a matter of effort like yes. an effort looks different but everyone should put the same equal effort in which goes mm-hmm. back to there we go. equal rights be- just because I'm female and you're a male doesn't mean my brain doesn't exert the same amount of effort sure. as your brain does. Mm-hmm. Maybe more because we're better at multitasking. <laughs> just yeah. Google it. And the but effort and money true. that we put out to go to 
by choice to go on a date that you're taking us out on by choice is going to be equaled out when you pay for the bill and we've done all of the things <laughs> yes, to look the exactly. way that we feel good and that you like. That you picked. Right? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Or maybe further down the line, we take you to dinner. But like the first couple of dates, what well, what does Brian Howie say? The first three? Like three? The first three. Yeah. yeah. I always say the rule of threes. Yeah. yeah. The first three for sure. And by that point, you know what's going to happen in the relationship. I think Typically, so too. Things happen in threes. You know, by three dates, what's going to happen? It's going to be, it's going to go beyond three dates or, you know, yeah, you're going right. to, you're going to get a good gauge. On like, the do you think three months into the three relationship? Three months into the relationship, you know, if it's going to be long term or not. And, and then three years, you're pretty much either, you're either <laughs> going to get married or you better get off now. the pot. I agree. I like that. I, I really, really I feel that. like that works for the most part. Like, I actually yeah. used to say, it was like a thing that like men were like the rules of three more than women. Because like you could see them starting to sweat at like nine months and it was because it was approaching a year. And then if you make mm-hmm. it to a year, then they're actually in. Otherwise, they like bail. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's but like- yeah. And by three months is typically when you have your first like if you're in a relationship for three months, it's typically when you have your first argument. Like you kind of yeah. know three months is you're getting like comfortable really enough. Solid. Yeah. You get past that. Then to nine is the next. Big How was context. three? OK, so you're you're getting seven. close to nine. Mm-hmm. How was three for you? Did you guys like have the talk about how was that different too? Like for your millennials, yeah. I guess, and the younger yeah. area of the <laughs> of the group. Like, yeah. did you guys like say who are what are we? Like, let's talk about our status. In three months. Well, it was honestly like I knew so well what I wanted, <laughs> and which is good. Like by that point, I I sort of. I mean, it's so crazy with him. It's true. The other cliche is when you know, you know. It's a, such a true cliche. I, I don't know. I, I think you said you have a fiance. Yes. So do you feel like when you know, you know? Did you I feel like that? I knew that he was a really, really, really good guy from mm-hmm. the second I met him. Mm-hmm. I also liked him, but mm-hmm. I had to I had to like let that match up. But mm-hmm. I knew for sure, like, this guy yeah. is great, and I like him now. Yeah. But I was also like... Okay, but let's see what happens because yeah, we need course. to. But but yes, technically, but there's like a, yeah. There, there's a, I don't know. Um, but I, I mean, actually, with my boyfriend, I put him in the friend zone at first. Like I, I truly, I remember I was because I, I told you I was so fo- I'm I've been so focused on my company that it's almost like I basically like I walked into this acting class was like oh that guy's really cute I'll sit next to him and that was the extent of my brain I mm-hmm. didn't even and it's so out of character for me because usually I'm like hmm, I wonder like I, my yeah. brain's like dee, 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 dee. but with this situation for some reason I just was like he's cute I'll sit next to him and that was the, the extent of it you noticed him and then and that then, was it yeah yeah and then there was so many little things that happened after that that I didn't read and I was just like yeah like I, I thought I was just texting a friend like let's go on a hike sure and in his mind this is a date I didn't know I was just like oh yeah 45 minute hike with someone I have a meeting afterwards I'll, I'll see you there and Oh my God. I just thought, oh, I'll work out with a friend. That's all. And then um, it, it literally happened. Like, I, I invited him to church. I invite everyone to church. But of course, he read it as, oh, this girl's inviting me to church. Yeah. So it's so funny to hear from the two sides of what, it, what actually happened. Perspective. Yeah. yeah. He's sure. like, he always is like, don't let her tell the story. That's not what happened. She gave me all the signs. I'm like, I did not. Yeah. You're like, I wasn't and then meaning to. He texted me to go to the, he asked me, um, hey, do you want to go to the movies? And I said, and I responded two days later. <gasps> go, You're like, sure, sounds good. Yeah. And I was like, oh, sorry. <laughs> I'm, I'm a little too busy this week. I didn't even, re- like, <laughs> I truly was just, it was like, I, I wasn't how did thinking. you how did you like 
think he was cute and thought he was I cool, know. but then just like, how'd you compartmentalize that? Were Honestly, you literally just distracted? I, I think I've told him this before, but maybe I'll hear it for the first time on this podcast. Um, I told my friend, I was like, oh, he doesn't have enough swag for me because, <laughs> because I'd always like gone for these guys who are bad for me. Well, they just, they had like a certain, you know, like mm-hmm. that, that like... That, like little edge Play, a little bit like, of a playboy edge. you kind yeah. of don't respond to me for like five days but, th- but then yeah. there's something about that <laughs> so I always had that kind of person and he wasn't that guy and he was such an awesome guy like truly and he's super hot but like he he was just so sweet and kind of awkward at first yeah <laughs> and I just out of like it just oh not enough swag and then finally things changed like we we after church we'd gone to my friend's birthday and he just like we had this amazing conversation he was comforting me in like this way that I'm like oh my like it just like something I was just like wow I I, like it's so good to talk to someone without actually in LA I don't know it's just like Mm -hmm. you have a lot of surface conversations but this was like like he was just with me and just was like comforting me in a way and I was like I feel comforted (laughs) and was that a moment for you and that was more like the first moment where I was like Okay. Yeah. And then the next day is when he did the sly move <gasps> after class. Um, he was like, oh, hey, can like we I drove him home and on the way home, he goes, what are you doing right now? I was like, oh, I have meetings in the morning. I, I was thinking like this is like 10 o'clock. Whatever you want to do right now is probably not going to happen. Like I got meetings and I, I, I told him like, I have to get I have to um, wake up early. And he's like, no, 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 Heather, be spontaneous. Let's go to the top of the world. And I was like, oh, especially no. Like, yeah, that sounds like a date. <laughs> and then, of course, he like convinces me. He's like, OK, so we're going. I'm like, oh, God. So we get up there and this couple was sitting there. We're walking up to this like beautiful point in LA and there's this couple sitting there and I walk up and I was like, oh my gosh, you guys, this is the most beautiful like sight that I'm seeing right now. Can I take a picture of you guys? So I take a picture of them just sitting there like with all these lights in the background and they go, oh, we'll take a picture of you guys. And I was like, oh no, we're not. And next thing you know, we're like, okay. So we're posing for this picture and they go, hey guys, if you kiss, it'd be the most beautiful silhouette. And that was our first kiss. Stop and it. I, no, I swear. And I have it on photos. <laughs> Stop it. I swear. Were you so nervous? And I Well, it was more just like I had like the I was not expecting it at all, like at all. And I was. He just like leaned in and did it. Mm-hmm. <gasps> and it was like. He was like, oh, man, I could have these people. It was it was like when, you know, you, like literally in that moment, it was like I didn't think I, I mean, I had a small tinge of like, yeah. oh, this guy's wow. But that was it. And, and then it, he I kissed was, you and you were like. And it was just like. Like, I don't know. It was something different. What did you do after the kiss? Was, was it like, awkward? Um, what did you say? We, seriously, it was like one of those nights where it's like in a movie. But we ended up with this. Sounds like La La Land. This couple. I know it does. With, there was this couple up there that we took a picture of. And we all ended up dancing to like old high school music. Stop what? it. And we, ju- we just had like this great conversation together on a random like Tuesday night. Like, Aww. and it was just, and it, it was truly just like amazing I, and I have a picture and I posted on my finsta the next day that he didn't follow obviously oh. and I was like guys I don't know what just happened last night <laughs> like I went on the top oh of my god mountain. I want to see yeah. this picture it's it's yeah you have to like if you can screen pictures while this is on it's such a cute picture and it's just it, yeah it was 
But it was totally that cliche when you know, you know. And then thank God he was a good kisser because like that moment would be really ruined if he wasn't. (laughs) That would happen to me. I think I know Jen would be like, it was great until then, right? Like it's always something I feel like it's a great date, and then it's like the worst kisser ever, or like Mm -hmm. a great kisser, but he's the worst person. Mm -hmm. Yeah, or like I would just rather kiss my dog. You know, what's your bad kiss? What's your? Do you have a bad kiss story? No, they're all bad. No, they're not all bad. Some of them are bad, though. And I'm like, yeah. oh, no. I yeah. And I understand people like train people or like, yeah. you know, really work on it. And I'm mm-hmm. like, I don't have that kind of patience. I want to have chemistry. No, I, I had I'm a only situation getting older. where I oh. was I was with this guy and he was so awesome. And like this, the coolest, sweetest guy had this great family. I mean, he went to my high school and where we finally get to like having our first kiss. And it was truly the worst thing. I've had. Oh. Like he like full on like took his tongue and just like like full like ramming like, yeah no you're <laughs> like, like bulldozing trying to open up my ne- like pry my teeth open i was like what is going on and right the more now? they do that the more you want to close your and mouth and then he texts me after he's like so that was amazing and i was like how who to yeah who? i'm like what no and so then i text i'm i'm like very honest i believe and yeah. i just heard you guys say that you like always love, i am all about honesty like you can say it in a way that doesn't have to be harsh, but of yes. always say honesty the truth. is not an excuse for being a dick no, or a bitch. No, no, but yes, not. you are right. Yeah. Um. And so I told him I was like, you know, honestly, that that wasn't a very great kiss for me. But uh, I, I forget exactly what I said. I said it in a nice way of like yeah. that was really bad. Yeah. yeah. Um. And yeah, I and I didn't have the patience to work on no, it. So no. Yeah. That's so it's too no. It, you don't it just wanna. is like a big turnoff and. Then you don't even like it's it's just it not doesn't worth, make you like, want to go back. And then you no. think about like the actual process of trying to train someone how to kiss. Yeah, well, and it doesn't it just make you also want, exhausting. It doesn't make you also want to have sex with them. No. Like <laughs> nothing about it makes me want no. to return to sender. Like no, no, no. no. And it's like getting not. that conversation of like, oh, so so when you don't throw your t- don't jam your tongue between right. your teeth Stop and try to open it. Like, bird yeah. that doesn't me. work. No, so that's not. Like it just sounded oh. exhausting, so I was like, okay, and it's awkward. Now. It's like too awkward, I think, to tell someone they're a bad kisser. I'd rather die. I'd, I'd, I'd rather, rather die. I'd rather pretend I moved to Guam. Yeah, <laughs> goodbye. Guam. Where are you? Guam, obviously. Yeah, yeah. I moved there. It's yeah. where everyone Guam, goes now. Who dis? Um, <laughs> Millennials go there now. Okay, so <laughs> after this great date, you obviously probably went off dating apps, and you guys started like mm-hmm. doing the thing. Is that How? a convo? Do you say we're getting off apps? Like we're no, we're, no. You just no. you just get. Yeah, you just it's respect. Yeah. Like, I mean, people have I mean, that still. I mean, listen, like I'm I'm also like if, if it's if you didn't feel like let's say you're going on a date with someone that you're like, I know this, there's no future here. Like stay on the apps, like, yeah, it, live it up. Be, yeah. you know, date around. But when you know it's the right person, it, it's the feelings are usually mutual. Yeah. And with us, like he he's so respectful, so trustworthy. And like it, it was just like a it was an unspoken yeah. that we were not. You didn't even feel like you needed to to ask. And I didn't feel like I needed to. You know, if if you feel like you need to, then do it. But like. And then pay attention to the fact if you're like, feel like you need to ask and it still feels insecure, then there's like other reasons for you to mm -hmm. feel like this may be a little shady or someone's not ready or whatever. What do you think, speaking of apps, like Mm -hmm. were you said you liked Hinge. Mm -hmm. What are the popular apps do you think amongst like your circle of friends? Or hinge. hinge, yeah. See, mm-hmm. just hinge. Still. I think still. Mm-hmm. I think that that one is like good for a lot of different ages. Absolutely. Too. Yeah. yeah. Hinge. Hinge definitely does it best with giving all the information. 
And also, like, that it has a conversation starter. Like, right. it's the that, prompts. Yeah, it's it's the, the prompts and the fact that you can heart specific things in their profile. And there's so many things to see, too. Yeah, I like that a lot, too. Um, um, what, now, we are becoming privy to this new type of relationship, L-A-T, okay. living apart together. So you and your boyfriend live together. Okay. But there's this new trend. Oh, tell me. Where, I love trends. I love, okay, he- I love so talking about new trends. It's a them. new relationship phenomenon called okay. L-A-T, living apart together. And okay. they're on the rise amongst millennials because mm. of like people related to like an increase in women's independence and like a rapidly mm. globalizing job market which puts like people in different cities and stuff okay. so like it would it it's conducive to like a non-traditional relationship style and a lot of people are like in really monogamous relationships even polyamorous but monogamous relationships mm-hmm. but they don't live together yeah and a lot of it is also due to the fact that everyone's so digital like wait wait so they don't live they don't live together no. they live in different cities Got it, but they're but they're still together like, in a relationship. Yeah, they're long distance. Even that, that not- could be married. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I guess it's like <laughs> wouldn't be different. But like, there's no intention of ever being in the same room. Right, or like long distance things. usually you Wait, have like an hold end goal. On, yes. yeah, stop. Yeah, there's no. Don't they want to be? <laughs> well, I mean, no, because I'm like attached to the hip. With like I, I know, but you I also right. But you also can understand. I think for you personally, it sounds like you like being next to your boyfriend because you whatever yeah. that works for you. But also, you're so busy. You have your yes. own company. Like, yeah. you could imagine tapping into that independent side of you. Totally. Like, what if they I, said, I can imagine it? What if they were like, you can only do your business in San Francisco, and like your boyfriend could not move to and San he's Francisco like on a show here or something? Do you break up or yeah. do you live apart together? That's a great question. I mean, no, we're definitely not breaking up. So I guess we're yeah. I mean, we're LAT. And you, there you figure are. it out. You call it LAT or LAT? Like, LAT. I guess LAT. I, mean, LAT? I, mean, I don't know. It's not LAT, so catchy. But with LAT, but with intention to be together. Yeah, that would be a long. And also, I think yeah, you know, we've talked about that. Me and my boyfriend, like, you know, he's an actor. Um, so the, the ch- nothing's filmed here anymore. Basically, it's like, like Atlanta. It's like everything's Louisiana, in like New Mexico, Canada. Atlanta. Yeah. So it's it's a high probability that we probably will be LAT. <laughs> um, but. It, I, I think it, it, we've talked about it. It's it's sort of like there there would have to be a compromise on one of our ends, we would think. Yeah. Because it's important. Like, I mean, for you, when, yeah, yeah, for us, like when we, we want, you know, we want to have a family. It's, it's really important to have. I mean, I think now I could, you know, if I had a family, that's when it would be. That would, be would not work. That well, would be hard. But actually, now it would work. On the Today Show this morning, there was a whole segment about millennials not actually like procreating basically or waiting longer in life Mm, to procreate or it just not being like a concern or like interest of theirs because they are all striving for success and that's more important also being able to support a child also scary like the fact Um, that there is lat like okay people are apart how do you raise a family yeah I just saw a there was like it was like a housing magazine it was showed the the median priced home in LA is 1.4 million dollars and that's the median and that's that's the median so like I mean we were talking my my boyfriend and we were like how like we really gotta hit the jackpot (laughs) like how do you do that I mean that's just to buy your home Mm -hmm. like 
it's really difficult. And then put a family on top of that. I mean, mm-hmm. how do you do it? How do you have to like, well, I think that's what millennials, there's a lot of studies within millennials, like match.com did some studies mm-hmm. with this age group. And a lot of them feel like that's why they're having a hard time dating and finding love. It has to do with money, like mm. money and time. Like I'm working so hard and I'm, you know, really busy with this thing and I have a lack of time and I don't want to spend the little money that I'm making, yes. like working my ass off to make to go on the state, like what you were talking yes. about. And yeah. so they feel like it, sometimes it translates into looking like millennials are uninterested in finding love, but a lot mm. of them surveyed saying, no, I really want it. Yeah. I just can't have I it. I can't yet. have it because I feel, um, there's a certain percentage that says like, I feel like I can't do this because I'm not in the right I don't I don't have the money to do it and some of them say it's because I don't have the right job so like those things have to come first before I feel like I'm ready to enter into this commitment and then this next life step like those things are more important whereas like the baby boomer generation was more about like doing that first and then you know yeah well I think the sad part is is that that is sort of putting a timeline on it it's kind of like well, if I don't have the right job, then I can't be with someone. So now you're putting, you're having like that guard up yeah. pretty much everywhere you go. And so that's why probably they're not finding love. No one's living in the present because they're always saying like, well, yeah. I want to be someday that- my prince will come and it's after I have this promotion. Which like <laughs> and nobody think, fucking cares about. Yeah. No one cares. But I, 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 I care think, more about ambition than, you know. I think a lot of that reason too is because of social media. It's like we see the we see things that could be or like you know we see all. But these how much of that is real? The I, false sense. Of course. Of, yeah. Oh, absolutely. A lot of it. A lot of it. I mean, I posted it on Coachella. I, I went to you know all these parties and I'm seeing all these people and I'm like, like they were sucking in person. Like they were so unhappy. And then you go to their thing and they're like the cheat, the biggest smile. Like, like I'm look like, like they're having the time. Oh of their my lives. gosh. Yeah. Um, and they were yeah. It was it was crazy. But. Um, uh, yeah, I think a lot of it is like the reason why millennials or what are we, baby? Well, I don't even know what I am. Millennial. You're a millennial. I, yeah. Yeah. Um, I th- actually think I, my mom just told me I'm, I'm a, is it Gen Z? Maybe Gen yeah, Z. Maybe you are Gen Z. Yeah. You yeah. might be Gen Z. Yeah. So we're, so, yeah. So, okay. So I think the reason though, why we're so future thinking all the time is well, in ways, because we also don't have retirement. We don't have any, any of those yeah, plans. Right. But I think it's cause we see these things and so it's making us feel like oh well I can't you know like we just I don't know how to get to exactly what I'm trying to say but it's like you're not comfortable being where you're at currently because you see all these things where you want to go to and so you're constantly thinking about where I gotta go there I gotta go there I gotta go there and and you're not taking into account how many failures fails it takes to get to that point where and those are all the parts that make you it's part of your journey to get where you're going and like they're failures but like they're lesson teachers too yeah you you only get wiser from failing yeah exactly and and i i mean another thing that like i always tell my friends is, is like let's root each other on in failures like i i want to encourage people like if you're failing that means you're doing something so like please let's we're gonna fail like mm. it's inevitable and so let's like be a culture that roots people roots each other on even when we do fail just for trying yeah yeah you know because the fact that we tried and and the, the thing is with social media is that even failures are publicized it's sure. like you know if you don't have a cool story, like you're not going to story your failures. Right. Right. Which is so annoying. I wish people were not even more self-deprecating, but more honest. I think social media is taking a 
bit of a turn in that Definitely. direction. You're seeing a little yes. bit more real. Like there's yes. a lot of and bloggers. It's so that important. Are, yeah. It's so important. But you are for the most part, yes. It's still this like filtered version of a failure. Yeah, it's a curated version that like is the best like most it's like a aware. cute failure well, no it's a Wise. it's a hindsight failure yeah. yeah it's a it's where you go now you're you an guys expert. wouldn't imagine but but years ago i did this and this and this and it's it's like all those things are very difficult and they happen but you didn't see them during it you just see the aftermath right. so you're like it must look like <laughs> diamonds and roses and i mean i mean yeah. like I, I i i get frustrated with this whole concept too because it, it's almost like, like, what am I, do I, you want me to go on social media and look like negative Nelly? Like, yeah, that's like, true. And, and so people will be like, Heather, how are you always smiling? I'm like, listen, I'm a really happy person, but let me tell you, like things happen in life. And I have plenty of days where I'm like, Oh God, like all the time. But am I going to go on my story and be like, Hey guys, I'm happy. Like, yeah, you know, it's, well, it's also that, that dilemma. It's that so too, it's, because I hate when people air their dirty laundry. Like, yeah. There's that too. So, I mean, I think there's a fine line yeah. in what's real for you. And if you tend to err on like a happier yeah. type of person, then like that's more organic and real for you. You're not faking it. But like, no. I do think that with social media, I think in my opinion, I don't love the like, all these great things are happening and these bad things are happening. Just like, you know, let people... S- I have a picture into your life of like the mm-hmm. general things. Like, I don't think you get too, <laughs> yeah. to go, don't go too crazy either way. Don't let, or the other thing too is like, don't let like other people's social media, like when people yes. get really involved in like other people's like fighting on social media or yeah. trolling yeah. or like, I'm like, just, it's fucking Instagram. Calm down. <laughs> yeah. You need or to calm they, down. Or they get exactly uh, Taylor Swift. Um, or they, are like I'll never have that. I can't be that skinny. I don't have those bathing suits. I don't have those trips. Or I'm going off social media. I can't take it. I'm like, why can't you take it? Yeah. What? You can control it. Well, can- they say social media contributes to depression amongst millennials. It actually is a real thing. Uh, yeah, because I've it's heard the that envy stat. theory. Because you're seeing a curated version of people's lives. So there but has to be some. What was it before that, though? Because before social media, there was something else to the generation before that that yeah, what was, was, it? was that thing. It just wasn't it, so the, in your face. It's well, keeping yeah. up with the Joneses, but in a much less in your face way. Yeah. Yeah. yeah now There's it's always going to be something that contributes mm-hmm. to the pressure. But this is like and, in your. Yeah. It's a billboard. And you know how people always say like billboards in America are like the demise of yeah. generations? And nowhere, no other countries are like children pointing at boxes of cereal with fructose saying, I need it. And throwing tantrums in the store. Like, we know what we want because we see it. Mm -hmm. If we didn't see it, we wouldn't want those things. Same thing with the drug industry. I think Dr. Jolene Brighton said that to us. Like, we wouldn't go to our doctor and be like, I want Ativan if you didn't know what Ativan was. Yeah. Yeah. But the same thing with true. dating. I want that fake relationship that's curated and filtered on Instagram. Yeah. Yes. I know, right? Yeah, and that's that's the that's but I, it's a hard it's a hard um it's a, it's hard to find that where balance. it's right. Delicate balance. That balance yeah. because I mean, I think I think as like uh, post what you want to post. Um if you're feeling like your things are sucking and you want to post about it, go for it. Yeah. Um but then also like as a person on it, know that there we all go through crap and you know think about it from that perspective too of like like do you think they're really going to post about their crap maybe they're they're just they don't feel like posting at that moment like so just have those eyes of like everyone has their 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 stuff that they're take it all with with a grain of salt because you know you're you're like that photo is really pretty of her but like yeah 
maybe there aren't any filters on it, but like how many different yeah. things made that picture look this way and exactly. how is she really feeling? And like, yeah. you just have to take it with a grain of salt. Like yeah. to me, social media is like fun, like a distraction. I'm like, Ooh, who, Ooh, that's a cute outfit. Like screenshot. Like yeah, yeah. what's that person doing? Social media is beautiful. Yeah. I mean, if you look at I it, I think it's fun. I, I love it. I mean, when else could you connect to the people that you totally. connect to? Totally. Like, when else could you literally just message? I get to see what all my friends Whoever. at home are doing and right. all their kids. Who are oh my gosh. Yeah, it's if, actually scary how much it keeps you. Can I'll like yeah. think I talk to a friend. Yes. I see her story. Like, I feel and, like I'm, your, and then I'm like, I'm like, she's like, Oh, I haven't heard from you in a couple weeks. I'm like, yeah but you were in Disneyland yeah right I know your whole life like I feel like I'm still connected to people that's why I always rely on like I respond to like everyone's stories I'll always be like interacting with my friends right like you show you're acknowledging them and saying I checked in with you this way yeah I may not have time for a phone call because exactly exactly but I know you got a new puppy exactly works I think it's how why do you think this going back a second this living apart together thing why do you think it's could maybe it's not for you Mm -hmm. Heather it's not for me I don't Mm -hmm. think you would be into it Jen um you know what I gotta say it wouldn't be my first choice but I wouldn't be opposed to it for instance my cousin like basically has done it for most of his relationship with his now wife because she is a med person so she Mm -hmm. went to medical school then she had to go to a fellowship then she had to go to another thing and then another thing and there's like so many components to medical school that I cannot keep it straight Mm -hmm. where she's at but she now is in her last fellowship and might have to move away again because you get what you get and you don't get upset and he might not be able to do his job in whatever city she happens to get selected in so because they're married and love each other and have that dynamic they're like well we'll just keep doing long distance because Mm -hmm. that's what we have been doing and we'd rather do that than be apart yeah I, mean, I would do that too because I understand I would do, career. I would do it too. Yeah, I would do it too. If I already love the person, I don't know that I could start long distance. Yeah, yeah I, I couldn't start. Um, I, I, I get it now that we've talked about it because, you know, when your careers are, I mean, for me, I'm a very career driven person. Um, so knowing that and knowing I also love my boyfriend, I think we would like come to a compromise sure. and probably do the whole lat thing. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, starting out that way would be hard, though. Oh, yeah. yeah. I think that yeah. I personally would like to have built the connection and build the foundation. And then I could and accept then, something like that. Yeah. But I think that it would be. Why do you think, though, that this is becoming more popular? You have a dating podcast. Yes. yes. You have some exciting things in the yeah. relationship world that we will touch on mm-hmm. slightly. But what, in your opinion, why do you think this is a popular a more popular type of relationship like format. Honestly, if you will. I think because of technology now. Yeah. I mean, listen, like I, I, I think that a lot of people are career driven like me. And I think the people who are doing that is probably it's, that's the reason that's probably the, the, the main reason, reason why yeah. they're doing that. And I think now with technology and FaceTime and mm-hmm. you kind of, you can get your fix of that totally. person. To me, I'm so I'm physical touch is really important. That's your so love language. It's not my love language. I don't think. Uh, I think it's time. Okay, um, is my love quality language. time. Quality time. Um, but I think now you can kind of get that uh, at least some of that spike. Yeah, <laughs> that you get um, just FaceTiming them every night. You know, yeah, you can that's you time. can figure out your ways to you can work to, around. Yeah, it. you can work around it, and then you just have. And, and I've heard from a lot of long distance people. They tell me they're like, now when we see each other, it feels like a vacation every time. Totally. For me. And it's more precious. Yeah. Because you exactly. don't want to waste the time they on They soak it shit. up. Yeah. And yeah. And, and you know, when you, you learn how to live communicate together really all well. the time, things like, yeah. 
you know, sometimes I'll like be on my phone. <laughs> well, you know, we're, we have a really fun relationship, but it's, it's, we, things become more routine. Yeah. Whereas if you're doing a lat relationship, then things don't become no. routine. You kind of always, you get a little spice in there. There's an upside so, to it, I think. Yeah. Absolutely. I have a friend, um, she lives here and her husband lives in Canada. I mean, he really, I think, spends more of his time down here because he works in a company where he can go back and forth. Mm-hmm. And he agreed to work there contingent upon a certain amount of time in each yeah. place. And it works for them. Because she even says, she's like, when he's not here, I get to work out. I get to see all my friends. Oh, yeah. I get to watch yeah, all my crazy met, TV shows I just shows met a makeup like. artist who was the same same situation where the guy lived, in, her her husband lived in Canada. Yeah. And she was like... I'm independent. I get to focus on my things yeah. here, and then I get to be with him. And when I'm with him, I'm with him. And then beyond that, I get to live my life. I mean, life. I kind of like. I, I get I kind of like when James goes away. I'm like, oh, I get to watch the housewives. Yeah, and like- I think I think it's like. What, I think it's about the balance, though. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you're with someone 24-7, you're going to get sick of each other. That's true. But if you, like, for example, my boyfriend works on the weekends, and then I work during the weeks. Yeah. But, like, we still, we can have those week nights that we have. And then on the weekends, I usually, like, go out with my friends. Like, I, I have, yeah. I, I enjoy it. Like, as much as I love him, but you have I enjoy own, that. Yeah, yeah your own balance. schedule, your own independent Yes, we time. have the balance. And, and I think, like... You know, if I, ex- I mean, I would for, I, I would don't think I would be a co- good compo- um, companion. Com- no, um, co- player, player oh. for glat. <laughs> what oh. am I thinking of? Like a good contestant. Contestant. Yeah. Contender? I don't contender. know. Contender. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I would be a good contender for lat because of the physical touch. Yeah. Um, and the quality time. But I, I could, I definitely see I the, mean, I could, the I see benefit. It. It's also harder it. to get jobs. So now you sort of get, you take what it's you like, can listen, get. Especially, yeah, when you want to buy a $1.4 million home. Yeah, right. yeah. I mean, I mean, I think also like I want the best for, my boyfriend's name is Patrick. Like if he had to go to a show in Atlanta, I'd be like, go oh. do you. I love you. We'll You're be supportive. fine. Right. You I'm supportive. supportive. Yeah. yeah. And so like I get that you could also be together and then have to, transition into a lot thing and you should you should support someone if that's what if if your partner is like oh my gosh and you know they're career driven and they want to go to atlanta like compromise figure out a way to make it work it's possible especially with technology yeah of course and speaking of technology yeah where can everyone follow you and find you and and listen to your podcast so you can find me at heather a hopkins h-e-a-t-h-e-r-h-o-p-k-i-n-s and my podcast is called the hookup with heather hopkins okay (laughs) and it's great yes and i have lots of uh people from the bachelor all the all the crazy opinions on there we talk to panels of guys and, which and are say so good unfiltered you know they we get the, all their unfiltered opinions we have panels of girls get their their real thoughts so wait it, one quick thing yeah what, go for it what have you heard from them that surprised you like what's one thing from the um, dude's side oh gosh I mean I mean honestly it was the date like some of them were like no I would never take a girl like I would never pay for a first date and I'm like, like, I, I was really shocked. I had two guys, I think, that said that. And what about when they're like, um, I really like it. I, I don't want to like, um, maybe I'll like kind of see if you're going to like get super sexual with me. But then if you do it too easily, it's a turnoff. <gasps> oh, yeah. oh, oh, my God. Yeah. Did you? I like I kind of sniffed at him. Well, like, <laughs> I was like, excuse me. Um, so yeah. you're going to you said, I think you're oh, so you're going to push for it. And then you're going to blame us or whatever. Yeah, or something yeah, like that. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I heard that. That was a well. little what surprising. Is that a test. He basically. Yeah. Know. So I mean, he, this was this one guy. He was, yeah. He was saying that uh, if a girl does. So he was saying if a girl if a girl 
like he brings a girl home and if she does have sex with him then he has opinions about her but if she if wait well, so if she does then he has opinions, opinions. and then also he he's gonna like push for it because if he wants oh, yeah. to yes. but then but, but then if she actually goes for it, for it yeah then he judges then he judges yeah but it's like he was pushing gross. her. Yeah, yeah it's like, gross. well, you're getting, exactly. you're asking for something and then you're going to yeah. get what you want. And now it's like a trick. For I think you yeah. should get run over okay. by a truck. Yeah, you're obviously. right. I forgot about that. Yeah. That was shocking. That's shocking. And I was like, uh-uh, that's not okay. Like that's but your I, goal of playing a game to yeah. test somebody like. It's, yeah, that is, that oh, is game. Well, and I don't stand for also. games. And I think that right now we're dealing with a little bit of a transition and like everyone should be able to be sexually free and, and it should be okay for women to have just as much sex as men and talk about it and talk about yeah. the reproductive mm-hmm. system and how the yeah. body works and all that. And I think maybe that it's starting those little weird things like maybe he's having a battle with the transition and that it's not, he sounds confused. Like mm-hmm. I want to do sex with you and I want this <laughs> to happen. But then if you do it, I'm, I'm actually supposed to think that's yeah. not okay. So then, but it's like, maybe you, maybe you should let go of that. Maybe that's really what you want. It's just a sexually free, yeah. sexy woman. Like yeah. accept it. Maybe yeah. stop being manipulative and testy or that and insecure. But maybe that's underneath it. You know what like, I'm yeah, saying? Live like, your yeah. life as a normal human and grow up. But that's sh- sorry that I agreed. Answered, sorry agreed. that I answered your question, Heather. No, but I just thought no, of that. No, you're good. I, I forgot about that moment. And yeah. Compl- yes, that Lauren's was still mad about that it. That was pretty shocking and not okay. No, not, not okay. okay. Do what you want, everybody. How do about that? Do what you want. Yeah. If you want to go bang 20 guys, do it. Do it. You know, power to you. Live your best life. Bang life. Be- yeah, live your best life. Bang, like, just, bang just into the room. Just as long as you're, you're happy and you feel, you feel good yes. about yourself, like, that's all that matters. That is I all agree. that matters. Um, yeah. So for more topics like that, everyone can listen to Heather's show um, Hooking yes. Up with Heather Hopkins or oh, the hooking the hook up with Heather Hopkins <laughs> the hook up hooking you up with millennial dating advice I love or it or Gen Z now that I found out I'm I know t- right my mom texted me yesterday she's like Heather just so you know you're Gen Z I'm like I am. Whoopsie. But still, I'm, you can be yeah. both kind of. I'm I feel all like of it. you're yeah. fil- you're yeah. filtering into yeah. both. Um, okay. Thank you so much, Heather. And yeah, make sure that guys. you guys all follow Heather because she has some fun. She's kept talking about her company. Yes. So she has some fun things you guys, happening. Trust me. Yeah. I, you're in for a so f- we're, we're solving problems here. Follow her <laughs> and when this yeah. thing comes to fruition, you will see it it's, and you will be pleasantly yes. surprised. Can't wait. Yes. Yay. Woo! And you guys don't forget to tune in next week for an all new episode where we talk more dating and relationshipy stuff with our guest author Amy Spencer so excited and don't forget to follow us at complicated show on all the social meds uh, and you can become a master dater like us oh yeah <laughs> and where can everyone find you Lauren oh you can follow me at Lauren Leonelli on all the things and you can find me at Jennifer Golden on all the things as well all right and we will talk to you next week after a lovely Labor Day weekend yes everyone labor it up or be not laborious labor free (laughs) whatever tickles your pickle exactly and we'll leave you on that and (laughs) soon love Love you long time you're listening to it's complicated with your hosts jennifer golden and lauren leonelli 